to get even more of those top players in the country to, to come to USC. How would you label your recruiting at USC? I know other people speak about it. How do you feel about what recruiting has been like for you since you've arrived at USC? Oh, it's phenomenal. I mean, you have a, a product to sell that there's nothing like anywhere else in college football. And as you said, the, you live in a destination city, one of the greatest cities on the planet. You get a you get a chance to, to coach and play at one of the greatest college football programs of all time. And then, I mean, this university and its academic reputation, what it can do for players, uh, whether they make it to the NFL or not, is substantial. And so that, that combination is very rare in our game. And it's uh, certainly a fun place to recruit to. It's a fun place to live. We've embraced the last 18 months and uh, can't wait to see what the future holds. Former head football coach at the University of Oklahoma, current head football coach at the University of Southern California, Lincoln Riley, talking about the recruiting out at USC. Now, the portal's gone good. The Cruton is a little bit behind, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, OU had a higher-ranked class last year. We'll see how the two classes match up in a few years. But in terms of recruiting rankings, um, yeah, not a slam-dunk top-three class like most thought he would have. And not the uh, fastest of starts this year either. They, well, they, they, they just seem like they are going about it differently than what – like OU is all in. Like they're, they're having to get some portal guys to put a Band-Aid on some, uh, some position groups. But there are some programs that will definitely go all in on recruiting but want to make the portal a big thing as well on a year-in-year-out basis. And it seems like USC is one of those. And OU's maybe not necessarily one of those. So the programs are different, I feel like. Yeah. And – you know, I don't know. It's interesting, like because I can see the benefit that you would get by going into the portal and saying, "Hey, man, we're going to compete in the portal. We're gonna um, we're gonna allocate a bunch of resources into really recruiting that because we're going to get experienced guys that have already played football that." Someone's already done the difficult work of getting them up to, to Power 5 level. Uh, now we're just going to, you know, amass the right guys that fit what we want to do and top talent guys, and that's where we're going to focus. But, you know, i got to imagine, if I'm a top recruit and I'm looking at where I'm going and USC is calling and I, I love Southern Cal, I love the system, um, I, I like the coaches. It sounds like a good deal. But you see, well, they just brought in eight starters in the transfer portal or more. you got to be thinking, am I ever going to get a chance to play? Or are they constantly going to be bringing in transfer portal guys to – to take positions. I mean, that's got to be something that you have to factor in a little bit, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, look at Bear Alexander. Just brought him in via the transfer portal, right? Uh, Jordan right. Addison. I mean, you could come in via the transfer portal and think you're going to be the number one wide receiver when spring starts, but at the end of spring, oh, they got the former Blitnikoff winner coming in as well. Maybe, maybe you won't be the number one receiver like you thought you might be at the beginning of spring. Sure. Right. Yeah, that could be the yeah. case. Um, I, I read an interesting story on Brent Venables earlier today on Fox Sports, and 
There's some uh, quotes that I would like to share. Uh, get your thoughts of the text line thoughts as well. First quote was, I don't get to do this twice. This is a vapor in my life. I don't have a day to waste to get guys to have I don't have a day to waste to get guys to have that fanatical sense of desperation to attack not only life but certainly their football careers. Yeah. Basically, he has a pretty uh, fanatical approach to an everyday basis. Yeah. Well, and the timeline I, that he has right now. That's right, and I think that's uh, I think that's legitimately what you get with him. Um, you know, and, and I think it I think it plays really good with recruits. I think they 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 see that there's such a high energy and um, you know he's always full of enthusiasm and you know geared up for whatever it is that they've got that day whether it's a practice day or a game day or you know meetings or or meeting with recruits he's always full of energy and really focused and I think with with recruits that play it just plays really well it's like how could I not get really good at football in this environment. And I think it plays well, and, and it's legit, right? I mean, that's that's honestly what he believes, and that's honestly how he approaches it. Now, I, I, can, I can understand that, you know, internally, like once you're here, like that type of energy and focus, I – it creates a very difficult environment. You know, there's never there's never an easy day of, ah, oh, we'll come in and go through the motions and, you know, meet and then go out and walk through. No. I Even in the spring, if you're going out and walking through something, it's like you're playing in the national championship the next day, you know? Yeah. So it, it creates a creates – a, a high level of tension and anxiety in there about always having to be on and and ready to roll, which is rough in the beginning because that's not an easy transition because 99.9% of the people in the world are not like that and most environments are not like that. So it, it becomes very cumbersome to have to deal with that every day, but eventually it becomes the norm for everyone. So I think there's... Uh, you know that's kind of the give and take in there that uh, it's it's not always as easy maybe as it seems to to be in that environment here's another quote now i've never been on a team that's been 6 and 7 and i don't like it in any way but i've got a clear vision on what we've got to do to improve that he was never um, on a team at OU where they had a losing record. Same thing for Clemson. Same thing for Kansas State when he was a coach. We, we obviously remember Kansas State was bad in the late 80s and I think even into the early 90s, but I don't, I don't think Brent was ever, ever had a losing record, even at K-State, if I remember correctly. We need to go back and check the record of that Garden City uh, junior college. <laughs> yeah, see what they were. See what they were uh, in 89 or 90 Maybe or they were 7-4, 6-4, something like that. Who knows? But he said he'd never been on a team that's been 6-7. and seven. He doesn't like it. Yeah. I would hope well, so. I, I can understand. And, you know, he, he's he, – whenever you take that uh, fanatical approach that he was talking about – and then brand it with a six and seven in year number one. Um, I'm sure 
that there's never an off day now. Uh, if you ever thought before, like perhaps, oh yeah, you know, here's an easy day. Here's a, you know, let down the guard. We'll coast a little bit. No, nope, not after six and seven. Sorry. Next quote. Not ever, but especially not after six and Next seven. Next quote: You fail your way to success. A lot of people don't like that, but that's the truth of the matter. You have to get scarred mm. up. You have to go through it so that you can get to where you want to go. And no matter how uncomfortable and sickening it makes you along the way, you learn through failure, being comfortable. That's where the real growth happens, in quotes. Isn't that true? It's deep. You fail your way to success? <laughs> deep. I mean, it's absolutely the truth. Like We all envision, I don't know, there's players out there that have uh, – I always been bigger, faster, stronger than all of the competition. And, you know, they've, they've been able to have a high amount of success no matter what. But, you know, there's always going to reach a point for anyone. I think Kyler's a great example, right? Uh, he's had a tremendous amount of success in his life, and that's fine. Package that, box it, put it up. Well, now he's just had a knee surgery, right? And, and, he's probably going to have to go through some things that he's never really had to go through before. And, and for the first time may have to fail his way to success and, and meet some failure with, with going back to the, to the, to the chalkboard and, and doing some things differently. But yeah, that's, that's a good quote. I've never heard that before. Last quote, and this takes a totally different direction of talking about actual football and the team and all that. Uh, it says, in the summer after my freshman year, one of my mom's friends that I saw some uh, saw somewhere had mentioned to me that Jim hit my mom in front of some other people at a bar the night before. This was Saturday evening, early evening, 5 or 6 o'clock. So I got in my buddy's car and we drove around till we found where Jim and my mom were at a bar. I remember thinking that this was a moment that was overdue. I remember telling myself in the car, this is going to stop now. I'm big enough and old enough that I'm going to help my mom. I'm going to give her a way out. I went into the bar and asked if Jim had put his hands on my mom. He said he did and asked me, what are you going to do about it? So I beat him up in front of all his buddies. And that was pretty much the end of that relationship, in quotes. Not the wow. easiest upbringing for Brent Venables. And I knew that, but I had never heard that story that he showed up at a bar and beat up his mom's ex-boyfriend in front of all his Where buddies. was this? Where'd you see this? This is a, a Fox Sports story that came out earlier today. Wow. Ha- have you ever that, heard of that story before? No. Same. No. That mm-hmm. is – and he was in high school, you said? It says freshman. I don't know if that's freshman in oh, high school or freshman in college. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, that's crazy. I, I, I think at the time – I think at the time that would be really easy to do. I don't. It just. I feel like that's something that has to be really heavy. Looking back on it, you know oh, what I'm, I'm saying? Yeah, there's no doubt, man. There's no doubt. Like in the moment, it's like hell yeah, game on, let's go. But like just, just the weight of what that whole situation is. That's that's tough, man. That's tough. Yeah, and he, sh- he shared a story, again, about his upbringing and how it was difficult at times, but that's a story that, um, I mean, good on Fox Sports for getting that one. I just, I'd never heard that he had to, uh, that he had to do no. that before. That's very unfortunate. No, that's, um, that's tough. But 
There you go, Jim. He won. Right. In front there of all his go, friends, Jim. too. That's a, that's a tough L for Jim there. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's interesting. Dang. Well, I'm glad you – that's – I'm glad he talked about that. Like that's that is um, uh, that's that's a you don't typically hear a lot about uh, you know a co- or someone in that high profile of a of a position talk about you know some of the depths and, and the tough spots of where they've been. It's always it's almost always you, you it's more about painting this perfect picture of success, right? Yeah. Right, that everything is great and everything's always been great. And, you know, I don't have, uh, you know, I don't have these moments that I have to, you know, like dig into my past and, you know, all of, all of that. That's, I don't know. That's, I'm proud of him for being able to, to voice those things and talk about them. Big Rick at Owasso says, dude, Garden City used to be a powerhouse. So, I, yeah, maybe they were in, uh, what was it, 89 and 90? What were the two years that he was at Garden City? Yeah, 89 and 90. Maybe they were a powerhouse back then, and he's never been on a team with a losing record. I, I, yeah. would, I, would, I would believe that. Yeah. 89 and 90. How, how easy is it going to be to get their uh, Garden City's oh. results from 1989? Just look up the media <laughs> guide online. I'm sure it's still there. It uh, probably is somewhere. I love this. The Jag texted in, typical Jim L. Uh, you can read into that however you will. <laughs> uh, 918 says, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but go to YouTube and look at Brent's life story. He did it at Clemson for a charity event. It was good. You talk about someone making something out of literally nothing. That's Brent. Yeah, I've watched that exact video, and that's why I don't think that story was shared. The, the one that I just read off. I don't think it was shared on that YouTube video. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I remember uh, a lot of folks talking about that last year whenever he, he, uh, he took the job. So Camo wow. Sooner, Teddy's reaction and mine were the same when I heard the story about Brent whooping his mom's boyfriend. Good for him, but wow. He also says, is it bad that when listening to the broadcast of the spring game on Saturday – I overheard the stadium announcer say, it's football time in Oklahoma, and automatically thought of Tyler. No, it's not. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want, Camo Sooner. Thank you. Uh, that's great. Same thing with that. I want him to think of us for that and the kicking for chicken. I hope that never changes. Yeah. Kicking for chicken for chicken. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's your first attempt at that. Is, yeah. We could use there's, some work, a, but it's not terrible. We can work with that. There's a lot of H in there. There's there's H in everything. All right, uh, let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Remember, hanging out at Brown O'Haver today. Give them a call, 405-735-5510. Brown, ha- Brown O'Haver is a public insurance firm that adjusts insurance claims for the insured, not the insurance company. So if you've had a loss from fire, theft, tornado, or water, you need to call Brown O'Haver. They routinely get their clients 30 to 40% more money over the client doing it on their own. And it's not just personal property. They can do business as well. 405-735-5510. From Norman to Lawton to Weatherford to Oklahoma City to Tulsa and beyond, the Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. And when you're away, never miss a second with the K-
Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. We shared the uh, story last segment about uh, the Fox Sports story. Brent Venables, uh, either a freshman in high school or a freshman in college, uh, showed up to a bar and beat up uh, his mom's ex-boyfriend that put hands on her the night before. And the text line says, I hope that bar was insured by Brown O'Haver. We're actually, you're hanging out today. Can, can you confirm? With uh, John and the staff there, if it was? No kidding. I don't know if there was a claim filed that day, but if so, the owner should have called 405-735-5510. And that's how you do an ad read right there. That's how you do an ad read. Nice job, text line. Uh, I asked John this last hour. um, How do you feel about OU adding Brennan Thompson via the transfer portal? They added a uh, wide receiver portal player yesterday, a tight end portal player today. But first, Brennan Thompson, wide receiver from Texas. Um, yeah, I, I, we need some depth, uh, but the, the Texas wide receiver is an absolute rocket. He can fly what? 10, one, two, I think is what the number was. It's really fast. That's ten one out of, out of hike school, which is incredibly impressive. Um, yeah, I, I think that that is, uh, really exactly what we need, right? We need. More guys at wide receiver now. I know that he's he's not necessarily proven, and it kind of just adds to an already fairly deep group of talented guys that aren't proven. But you know, there's no one in that room that runs ten one. I'll tell you that right now. Um, no. I is there anyone on the team that runs that? I mean, no. he, I mean, you may have just added the fastest guy on the team, so. Like, yes. I, I think that's the positive side of this whole thing is anytime you can add the, the, a guy that would be the fastest player on your team, I think that you take advantage of that situation. Yeah. Um. And, and he had other places to go. I, I, I'm sure some people had the take of, we caught one ball at Texas last year. He can't be that good. I, I, I think Oregon showed some interest in him. Mississippi State showed some interest in him. Like, there were some other schools out there that showed some real interest, but, it, I mean, OU just kind of was where he wanted to be. I think he wanted to be at OU the first time around. It was just a different head coaching staff had a different opinion of him, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't know exactly what all is um, – what all to expect, you know, other than – you know, you've got uh, another opportunity for a deep ball guy that can absolutely fly. Now, does it all match up, and is he able to get on the field immediately? We'll see, but here's the thing. We're, we're through spring, and I, I don't feel bad about it, but I, don't, I still I don't necessarily know if we know who our, I don't think our you do. number one is. I don't right? think you do. No, I mean, and with that being said – I look. I'm not going to bet on him being wide receiver number one, but will he get options to be a big part of the offense next year? I think he'll at least. He's going to have to hit the ground running in in the summer and in training camp. But if he looks legit, then the wide receiver room is one now that anyone I think there can carve out a role at this point. Brennan yeah. Thompson included. Yep. Nope. I agree with that. So we'll see. We'll see how it uh, ends up, but. I would say right now it's a big positive to get a guy like that. He's a highly recruited kid, right? Four-star, I believe, coming out of Spearman, Texas. So, yeah, yeah, he uh, 
he had a nice little offer list out there. Uh, OU also adds a tight end today. He is a non-scholarship tight end, walk-on tight end, which what that's two walk-on tight ends at least this offseason that you've added. Hampton Fay. Hampton Fay nice. is this guy's name. Yeah. Uh, coming from Michigan State, a quarterback turned tight end from Fort Worth, Texas. This kind of just seems like a uh, depth ad here. Maybe not someone who's going to play a lot of snaps next year, but Hampton Fay is your uh, newest addition today. Big kid, what, 6'5", like 240-plus, um, former quarterback. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I think you're right. I think it's a, it's a depth ad there, incredibly thin at tight end right now. I mean, if everything goes perfect and you get the two youngsters back, Helms and Llewellyn, you should be fine at tight end. But you need a little insurance policy there right now, yeah. right? Yeah, so. 100%. Uh, though we know who tight end one is going to be, but yeah, 100% on that. Uh, text line says, DG can't be accurate with slower guys. How's he going to be accurate with a fast guy? I think it's easier to be accurate with a fast guy. You just throw it as far as you can. <laughs> Seriously. Throw it as far as I can, yeah. and he'll figure it out one way or the other. He'll, he'll be there. I think a, the slower a guy is on a deep ball, the more difficult it becomes. You uh, just rip it as far as you can if he's got a step and let him go, go get it. Uh, for Teddy, a few months ago you said wide receiver was our biggest question mark. Is it still, or there, uh, is there another group you're worried about more? Hmm. It's definitely, it's definitely one of them. Is it the biggest question mark? Huh. Maybe so. I think you could argue that it, it could be. I mean, what, what else is in consideration? Offensive line and uh, defensive line? Well, here's the thing, okay? If you look at, if you look at the offensive line, th- there's a – there's a pretty good chance that we're going to have a really solid offensive line. But as long as Rouse is healthy, I think we're going to be really solid. Guyton has a chance to maybe be the best offensive lineman in the conference and be a top 15 pick. So like, whenever you start right there, I don't know that you would say offensive line is, is the biggest worry. Um, you can like, Running back, we don't have a whole lot of experience. But I think I think we've seen enough from a couple of guys to know that we're going to be explosive at running back. Now, can we hang on to the football? Can we can we pass protect? Can we do the things that we're supposed to do? Can we stay healthy? Like those things, you don't really know. But I think we know we're going to be explosive at running back, right? Yep, I feel good about that. I, you know, other than maybe tight end, but I don't really, I'm not really worried about tight end. I think we'll be adequate at tight end. We may not be, we may not have a game breaker or a guy that, you know, determines the outcome of games from the tight end position, but I think we're going to be adequate there. Wide receiver is, you know, it was a big problem area for us last year. And, and that's with the guy that is probably going to be a high second-round pick in Mims. So, sorry, guys. It's hard for me to get excited about a receiver that couldn't get on the field at, at Texas. That's a texter from the 918. 
if you want to tone down expectations after last year for Brennan Thompson, that's fair, I suppose. But if I'll sell you on anything, I'll just sell you on you just got the fastest guy. That's that's what I would say. So if you would not like, if you don't want to get excited about him, okay, okay. I'll let you. Well, have here's, that. I totally understand where he's coming from, or or she. Yes, the, I totally understand where the texture is coming from. Here's the problem. If you can't get excited about a guy that couldn't go, get on the field last year at Texas, can you get excited about a guy that couldn't get on the field last year at Oklahoma? <laughs> can you get excited about or Gibson or Anderson or Anthony or, you know what I'm saying, or by like, Javante Barnes or Sawchuck or I, I can keep going with guys that didn't get on the field last year for Oklahoma in a six and seven season that are going to be expected to perform big time this year. So you got to carry that over with everyone. Patrick says, can't wait until Brennan Thompson puts the horns down at the game. You made a comment to John earlier when I asked him about this whole Brennan Thompson thing, transferring to Texas to OU, how he feels about it. And he says, I don't know how to feel about it. And you said something to the effect of, well, if he if we find out that he hates Texas as much as the rest of us do, he'll fit in just fine. Brennan Thompson catches a touchdown pass and throws the horns down at either the OU or Texas end. Uh, he'll emerge as one of the most favorite players on the team, most likely. That's really all he has to do. Catch a touchdown against Texas, throw the horns down. It might be a 15-yard penalty. BV might mental – he might scream at him on the sidelines. I don't know. But uh, the fan base will love him forever if he does those two things. Yeah. So, Brennan, be in your best interest to do th- those two things. Yeah, I I really – I don't worry about that much at all. I, I think that – I think that it's it's a bit more of a fan – thing than it is anything else I, I if he's leaving he didn't like it there he decided to, to choose Oklahoma over staying at Texas so uh, that's a I mean there's a lot of guys that you know made that same decision just a little bit earlier did it before they signed on the dotted line you know took him to go there and actually experience it before he had to bail so I think it'll be just fine I no. uh, I just don't – I don't want any, like, smoking the victory cigar with Texas if they go and beat Alabama or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. For the 918, I understand you can't get excited about that, talking about Brennan Thompson. Did you get excited about a walk-on at Texas Tech that couldn't keep a starting job at quarterback and then transferred to OU? I started yeah. to get excited about that in 2014 towards the end of the year. Once we saw the dance that went viral – from, uh, where was it, Disney World in Orlando, that we knew we had our guy. Yeah, well, the same thing with Kyler, right? I mean, could you get excited about a guy that, you know, got on the field and later got benched at, at Texas A&M? I mean, you can't make a final determination on a guy off of one season. You just can't do Especially it. Especially if it's their first season. Yeah, I, I think that's probably a wrong way to go about it. The first season. And here's the thing. It's it's not exactly like wide receiver at Texas was an easy position to get on the field last year. Right? They happened to be fairly loaded at that spot. 
right now. So Catch a screen pass and outrun everyone for a 70-yard touchdown, says the texture in the 405. There you go. For those of you that are worried about Dylan Gabriel not being able to throw it to him down the field, he's the fastest guy on the team. Just throw him a tunnel screen. Uh, get a blocker out in front and see how it works out for you. He may well, be dancing in the end zone. We saw more of Hollywood Brown catching short crossing routes and taking them all the way to the That's end zone. That's how he zone emerged in Oklahoma did. State. Yeah, that was yeah. one of his big touchdowns. That's He did more of that than he did catching outright, like, deep balls, right? I mean, that was that – was, I mean, it's. I think it's easier to use your speed that way than it is to, to use it whenever you're, you know, you're chasing a ball through the air. By the way, the text line has gotten into a habit of not spelling high school, but hike school. Yeah. <laughs> like how you say it. So that's a big win for you today. Good, good, yeah. good for you. I love it. Which, by the way, Tyler, um, thank you to the interwebs and thank you to the Bronk Buster um, uh, sports information folks for putting the football media guide online. 1989, Nuh-uh. no way. Garden City Community College was 10-2. and two, Wow. And in 1990, they were 8-3. and three. Jeez. You really found that? Yeah. Did you find that, or did someone send that to you? No, I found it. That's pretty impressive. Nice job. Can't believe it. it took you Good 15 stuff. minutes to find it, but that's, well, that's all right. I've had it up for a while, okay? I just I had to have the right moment to get it in there. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up here from Brown O'Haver, 405-735-5510. If you've had uh, a loss from fire, theft, tornado, or water, give Brown O'Haver a call. They're a public insurance firm that adjusts insurance claims for the insured, not the insurance company. Stay tuned. From Norman to Lawton to Weatherford to Oklahoma City to Tulsa and beyond, the Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. And when you're away... West Yalagosny Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer at WIG? Communication is a priority. West Yalagosny Law. 405-800-8080. That's 405-800-8080. Uh, I won't even bring up how you ended that last segment, the last two sentences that you said. I don't know if you remember it or not, but uh, let's get to it. Story number one is. What did I say? <laughs> I, I don't know if I can repeat it. I'll have to uh, f- uh, find the clip and play it back. It was that bad? Some people's minds immediately went to the gutter. Including mine. <laughs> Don't just say that. Oh, that's great. Uh, I'll have to sit. I'll be sitting here thinking about that the rest of the day. What I said. Uh, okay, let's start here. Tyler Buckner. Buckner, Notre Dame quarterback, has entered the transfer portal. Tyler, and some theorize that he's going to Alabama, where his Offensive coordinator from last year's is uh, coaching, and I guess he's already confirmed he's going to take a visit. Yeah, yeah he, How about he, this? he's going to Alabama. It's just on a visit so far, but he's at least going to Tuscaloosa. Um, I uh, would not feel great about Bama winning the SEC if Tyler Buckner's their starting quarterback, but I guess the bigger the bigger story here is this is the second quarterback that we've heard that could potentially transfer to Alabama after the spring. Tyler Van Dyke at Miami and now Tyler Buckner at Notre Dame. It's pretty obvious um, how Bama feels about its quarterback situation exiting the spring. I, I mean, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, 
I, you know, I don't really care. I'd be shocked if Buckner's a starting quarterback for Alabama next year. But here's the thing. Doesn't this seem like tampering? Uh, well, yeah, of course it seems like tampering. Are you kidding me? Especially when his ex-offensive coordinator is at the school that he's yeah. going to take a visit to, for sure, yes. Yeah, it's like, hey, spring went terrible. Uh, you know this offense. You want to come down here and play? Yeah, sure, I'll get in the portal to go to Alabama. Done deal. It's not supposed to go down that way. Uh, that's what I thought was interesting about it. How about th- this story cracks me up. Okay. We know the the draft for the National Football League is coming up, right? And there's there's a lot of talk about who's going number one, and and maybe no one knows. Well, Will Levis, Kentucky, uh, the odds of him going number one overall went from forty to one to four to one uh, yesterday on DraftKings. Now, that's a massive swing whenever it comes to uh, odds to go number one overall. Here's what DraftKings said about it. Uh, <laughs> apparently, there was a post on Reddit, yep. Tyler, oh, yeah. an anonymous post that said, Will Levis is telling his friends and family that Carolina is definitely taking him number one overall. That anonymous post on Reddit have has changed the betting odds that much. Yeah. Uh, what, what are we talking about On BetMGM, Will Levis was off the board this morning. You could not bet on him to be a first-round pick. Now his odds are plus 300, which is, I mean, I, I can't even stress how dramatic that is. That is a here kitty kitty bets is what I'm looking at here. Try to get in on Will Levis being the number one pick. It's been Bryce Young for a while. I still think it's going to be Bryce Young on Thursday. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I would be surprised. I mean, it's one thing if it's verified that his cousin is saying that, that he's telling us that Carolina. But an anonymous post on Reddit, anyone, anywhere could have done that. That's. Including the Carolina Panthers. Uh, yes, you're right. Anyone could have done that. Right. That's that's crazy. Um, the last one I had was this. I thought this was funny. An old story uh, Kurt Schilling told about the playoff run they had in 2004. Uh, the short version is his wife and uh, Johnny Damon's girlfriend got in a fist fight. Nice. Uh during the playoff run that ended up sparking uh, like the team get together and going on a really nice run. It's a funny story. Uh, it's kind of a long story, so I'm not going to tell the whole thing. I just look it up. You guys will like Why it. Why didn't they show that in Fever Pitch? You know what I mean? That, I, I, good that, point. That, that should have been a scene in the movie. All right, first, you, you know who Mad Dog Russo is, correct? Sports uh, radio yeah. guy? Okay, well – we don't agree with uh, much of what he says. You will probably agree with his take on Disney World, though. And I can't think of more brainless entertainment, and I mean brainless, uh, to take your kids uh, around a bunch of rides, eating garbage food, uh, at, and seeing Miss Princess, 
at, uh, at Disney World. I, I never have seen the fascination with it. For whatever the reason, the people that I work with here today, Colin Schmeling adores the place. Eddie loves going down there, too. Everybody that you see down there is 900 pounds. I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know. That's not my, that's not my idea. That's not America's vacation. Let's put it that way. Yeah, 900-pound people there. Uh, kids <laughs> eating junk food, going to see yeah. Miss Princess. Mad Dog's not a fan of Disney World, obviously. Uh, he's not a fan of Disney World, nor am I. But that that right there is spoken like a, a man that does not have kids, right? <laughs> probably right. Yeah, seriously. That's funny though. So Morgan like Wallen, uh, the country music yeah. star, he canceled his concert uh, over the weekend because he said he had no voice. Now. There are some people that think that maybe he just got way too hammered before the concert, and that's why he canceled it. But he was set to play in Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, Oxford, Mississippi, home of the Ole Miss Uh Rebels. And there's a viral post of a woman that says Morgan Wallen owes her $3,982 for the concert he canceled. She lays Mm. out her expenses. Hotel, $560. Gas, two tanks, $80, which that doesn't make yeah. sense. Okay. Four tickets, $1,600. My outfit, 120 Husband's outfit, 218 Oxford Grill House, 235 Cracker Barrel, they spent $45. Uh, a Mexican restaurant, they spent $45. And then they spent $629 at Rebel Rags because we wouldn't have had the opportunity to go if it had not been for the concert. That's like a big Ole Miss uh, like fan shop, basically. And then right. they spent $220 at uh, in drinks at the concert. So this lady wants Morgan Wallen to give her four grand back for all the money that she spent for the concert that didn't happen. Well, uh, that's a pretty egregious claim. Including $40 uh, at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah. You, maybe the tickets. Maybe. Um, maybe you could even say the hotel, but everything else is a hard no. And am I, did I catch this wrong? Did her husband spend twice as much money on his outfit than she did? Homeboy must've got a pair of uh, boots or something for, uh, for the occasion. A new pearl snap or something. I I don't, I don't know, but yes, his concert. How could she, how can she? claim he needs to pay for drinks at the concert that he didn't perform at right uh, come on the 40 dollar charge at cracker barrel uh was, was the funniest of charges to me i like that one a lot um uh, real quick ou baseball ou softball both both canceled tonight they won't play and then uh we have viewership for colorado their spring game on saturday yeah. so lincoln riley's first usc spring game aired on espn last year 287,000 viewers. Dion's first Colorado spring game on ESPN last Saturday, 551,000 viewers. So Colorado destroyed USC's uh, spring game uh, a year ago on ESPN. Well, the folks out in Southern California have a lot to do in the spring. Hiking, shopping, swimming with great white sharks. There's all kinds of yeah, stuff to do out there. That's about it. But, yeah, they, they'll, they'll let you know that they have so much more to do out there than we do. Yeah. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next, hanging out at Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510. If you've experienced a loss from fire, theft, tornado, or water, you need to call Brown O'Haver. 
public insurance firm that adjusts insurance claims for the insured, not the insurance company. From Norman to Lawton to Weatherford to Oklahoma City to Tulsa and beyond, the Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. And when you're away, never miss a second with the... At feedingamerica.org, feeding America, 200 food banks strong. I had an important job, and it wasn't just a job. It was keeping my brothers and sisters safe. And coming back, it felt like kind of thrown away. If it hadn't been for Wounded Warrior Project, I honestly don't know if I would be here. It was like, I got my family back again. We all felt the connection, like that brother and sisterhood. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Donna by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of The Rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. And I know that our under-the-radar segment is normally on Monday and Fridays, but if there was an under-the-radar player in the spring game on Saturday, Grayson Holton would have a pretty nice claim to that. I I don't know how much time we spent on him yesterday. didn't feel like a whole lot. Ted Roof had a really nice uh, quote on him Saturday after the game, but he... um, Maybe he's someone we need to be talking about more that's going to have a big impact on this D-line. He's – I like the way he plays. He's got a motor, uh, plays hard. He can actually run, um, you know, because he's smaller. That's the, only, that's the only issue I see with him is he's, he's still light. Um, but he's young. He's young. Did he redshirt last year, or did he play enough to burn his red shirt? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like he didn't redshirt, but don't quote me on that. Well, I feel like um, maybe he did. It's impossible to know what classification someone is these days, right? Um, or how many years? I mean, classification could be e- like years left of eligibility is the tough right. one for me after the COVID year. Right. So. Um, I think he's got some time to continue to put on weight. He's going to factor in. He's going to be in the rotation just because of of how hard he plays. But um, yeah, I, he was he was really productive. I was. He, I'm trying to think who who would he have been going up against. Um, yeah, I, was, I I don't remember what his matchup was during the game. Just uh, he he had a pretty. He good He wasn't game. a starter, so he would have been playing. I I would think against the the number one group. Um, he's listed at six two two seventy one and listed as a sophomore. So um, I guess he did not redshirt last year. Yeah, I I'd say if he can continue to put weight on, if he can get up near that two ninety number. He's going to be hell on wheels because because uh, he plays really hard. Like I said, great motor on him. Um, he's a good young player. Good young player. Hopefully, he continues to develop. I think he will. All right, quick timeout. We got the final hour of the rush coming up next here from Brown O'Haver. Stay with us.